Well, hello, and welcome to episode five of Pegasus Radio. In today's episode, we look at the question, should you take a career sabbatical? Now, having just returned from a fantastic week away with the family on the North Norfolk coast, I thought it was quite an apt time. So to find when you're on holiday, you often reflect on life. You often think, my gosh, I'd love to go on more holidays, more adventures, see more places, new places. So yes, I thought, having just returned from holiday, this would be a good time to do this episode, as I say, looking at whether you should take a career sabbatical. Okay, let's dive in. One of my all-time favourite sayings is, life is not a dress rehearsal. I got told this, gosh, probably 20 years ago now, so quite some time ago, and it's something I can't hold my hands up to and say I, I absolutely live by every day, I wish I did, but certainly it's a saying that I revisit on a regular basis and remind myself that life is indeed not a dress rehearsal, we're only here once, we don't get to relive it all, religious beliefs aside. Um, certainly the physical being on this planet, we don't get to relive it all. And so you've got to make it count. You've got to make sure that hopefully when you when you go out of this world that you've uh, you, you've done yourself justice. My gosh, I went on a little bit of a rant there. But essentially, yes, look, life is not a dress rehearsal. So the upshot of the original question, should I take a career sabbatical? But if you want to, why the hell not? <laughs> you've got one shot at life, you may as well do so. In fact, you could argue half of the working population choose to take a sabbatical. That is mainly mums. Obviously, now we're, we're you know changing and there's there's that changing dynamics between maternity and paternity leave, dependent on the employer. But essentially, you know, many many mums, many working mums choose to choose to take a sabbatical uh, on, on on more than one occasion when they take maternity leave, dependent on how many children they have. And hopefully, society and employers are getting much better at supporting returning parents who've taken maternity slash paternity breaks into the workforce so it's becoming much more acceptable anyway i think as a as, as a thing to do so certainly um the same with sabbaticals i don't think um i don't think it's necessarily a, a, a you know a bad thing to do it certainly isn't going to destroy your your career now having said that i'm also a huge advocate of career planning I do believe that if you are going to take a sabbatical, rather than just deciding right that's it, I'm going to I'm going to tell my boss next week I'm go, I'm doing a sabbatical. I, I would encourage you to think about the timing, think about the planning, think about where you are within your career before just jumping in. So I'm going to I guess look at that in a bit more detail and just say look you know th- here's what I would look at when I'm thinking about if, if I was to do a sabbatical um, when, when I would choose to do it um, certainly if I was a construction professional the first thing number one I would advise is before you consider taking a sabbatical is to get qualified um, that could that could include becoming degree qualified but more importantly let's say if you're a QSPM building surveyor getting those letters after your name that magic MRICS or potentially MAPM or MCIOB and for that matter, for anybody else who's listening to this podcast, you, you know, if if you if you're an architect, an engineer, whatever it may be, become a member or a chartered member of the necessary organisation to 
ascertain that you are a professional within within that field. The danger of not doing that first is that you may take a year sabbatical, come back into the workplace, and still have all of that to do, still still become chartered, and dependent on the the process, the diary process that that it takes to become charter or a member of that professional body, you may find that you're you know, a good two, three years behind your your fellow peers of the same age. So I would certainly argue that, look, get that badge first of all, then you can get on the sabbatical. When you return, you've still got that badge. And that will certainly, in my opinion, strongly help your 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 kind of career search upon your upon your return into the market. So I think that's the that's the first milestone I would have ticked off before I go travelling. Or before you go on a sabbatical, I beg your pardon. Which would include travelling, <laughs> potentially. Um, the second would be timing around when you're entering a management role. I would certainly advocate that the, the potentially the best time to go on a sabbatical is once you've got that charter, you've got that badge behind you. But before you've properly entered management, so within a consultancy environment, I would be talking, I guess, before you enter that, that associate director role um, or, or director role or associate partner role. Because I think at that point, <clears throat> you, um, you, you will have inevitably started to build your management skill base, which includes managing resource, managing key clients, getting involved in business development, possibly managing P&L. And you'd have got to that point of just starting to develop those client relationships in particular and and then having to kind of let all that go. Now, obviously, an organisation is not going to put all that on hold while you take a sabbatical for a year. They are going to put somebody else in charge of those client accounts, in charge of those business development responsibilities. And so if, you've only, if you're only freshly into that role, you may come back in a year's time and, and find actually when you are potentially looking to interview at prospective companies, many may turn around to you simply and go, you know what, no, actually, you, you are, because you've chose to take that time out now, we've got, I guess, others either in our business or whom we're considering from other organisations who have been doing that associate role for longer, are more developed, are more established, can potentially bring client relationships with you all of which you probably can't say so you can do because you, you may be you may be left at the wrong time. Inevitably then that, that probably means that you are returning or you're going to return to the marketplace at, at a peg below where you left. That's not always the case, but but certainly for me, I, I would I would argue that timing wise, yeah, it's probably better just before you step up to that level. Um and certainly also it just means that when you return to that level you've got more you've probably got more opportunities. So let's look at a, an associate quantity surveyor, for example, versus a senior quantity surveyor. There will always be probably more vacancies available for senior QS than there would be an associate QS in the marketplace. So with that in mind, if you're leaving at that level, you can comfortably return at that same level, probably at a similar kind of salary. You may even be able to better the salary depending on how busy the market is. You may not find it as easy to return to an associate role depending on how long you've, you've been in that role. The opposite end of the spectrum then, just so that any, anybody who thinks, gosh, I'm already at that level or above, does that mean I can't go on a sabbatical? No, not at all. But, but I do think there's probably an argument that then you need to spend a bit more time really developing your skill base at that kind of management level, 
probably really getting some really super ingrained clients with you who you can be fairly confident that in a year's time when you return, those clients will still, you'll be able to pick up those relationships with those clients quite comfortably either with your employer at the time or a new employer. So I hope that makes sense. So, so I think there's probably a bit of a sweet spot there. Ideally, get chartered before you go into management, that bracket there. Or if you're already in management, make sure you've got your um, relationships, credentials really, really well established before you choose to take that sabbatical. So that, that would be my two key bits of advice if you're really thinking about it from a career planning standpoint. Now, of course, all of that said, if you still really want to take that sabbatical, then you know, given that, you know, retirement, if you're, a, if you're, let's say, if you're a, I don't know, a 30-year-old now, you're probably not going to retire until something beginning with a, with a, with a seven, uh, which is quite scary, I know. So, so the other argument is you've also got a bloody long time, 40 years to course correct. So um, whilst those two bits of advice, I think, are pretty key, and I would, I would certainly encourage people to consider those, if you've reached a point where you're thinking, well, you know what, I want to, let's say, I don't know, take a sabbatical before me and my partner start a family, then obviously there is probably a timing impediment to that, which dictates that, yes, okay, you should probably go and do that sabbatical and um, and, and get, it, get it out of the way, get it out of your system, so to speak. Okay, so there, there are two points there that I think, yeah, would certainly be worth looking at. But yeah, caveat, it's not absolutely impediment that you, that you take my advice there. I do think it's um, pretty wise. Okay. I guess next, a couple of other points I would, I would bring up about choosing to take a sabbatical. The first is, are there alternative options? Depending on why you want to go choose to do a sabbatical, I think in most cases for people it's, it's to go travel to experience a different culture. Another option could be simply to go to your work elsewhere, to go work in a different, a different country or, or different countries. Certainly, Again, coming back to the qualification point, if you've got the badges, got the qualifications in certain disciplines, so let's say, for for example, a quantity surveyor, the world is truly your bloody oyster at the moment. You could go to, you know, so many different countries, whether that be, you know, the Middle East, whether that be Australia, whether that be all, all elements of Pacific Asia, the Americas, both North and South. You know, you've got so many options, so, so many options of places that you could go and travel and work at the same time. Um, where you can, I guess, continue your career journey whilst also experiencing something different and, and also, frankly, getting somebody else to, to pay for that, i.e., you, you're still getting paid a wage whilst you're living in this country, exploring a new culture, etc. So that could be another option. If that's something that you are looking to consider, then I've written quite a detailed guide, uh, essentially an expat guide or and it's, and it's almost written for people who've maybe not taken that that route yet. They've not travelled. They've not worked elsewhere yet. To give you again some advice around career planning in that space. So if that's the case and it's something you are contemplating, then do drop me a line. I can I can get you that article across, uh, which is which is quite in depth about how to plan working internationally. Then the second point I would raise about whether you're considering a sabbatical is. Have you considered why? Now, if the why is, my gosh, I really would love to travel some more, see some more of the world, or maybe you could be taking a spastic out for an entire different reason. It could be that you are, I don't know, you're, you're, you're aiming for, for a new record time um, for an Ironman competition, as an example. It 
could be that you want to do some some really some really great work for charity over a certain period of time. Whatever the reason for the sabbatical, and incidentally, just on a quick side note, a lot of people will tell you if you're going to take a sabbatical, you know, make it count. Do something, do something really good. Do something that is going to be good for the CV. Yeah, candidly, I, I, I don't think that's as much of an issue. Frankly, I think if you choose to do a sabbatical, then you you choose to do it on your terms for what you want to do. I don't think personally. I don't know, taking a year out to sit playing, playing on the playing FIFA on the PlayStation for a year. It's a, it's a good choice of a sabbatical. But other than that, you know, go travel, do anything, renovate a house, whatever you choose to do that you think is the, is the appropriate thing for you to do. Don't let people tell you that it will or won't affect your CV and your career. Cause I, I don't think that will. I think if you're going to do a sabbatical, you know, do it on your terms. But, as I, but I digress. What I was going to say there is, are you looking to do a sabbatical because you want to do something like that? Or are you doing a sabbatical because you're simply, or are you considering doing a sabbatical because you're simply fed at where you are at work because you really are not deriving any enjoyment from work at the moment and you're that fed up you think, my gosh, why don't I just take a year out, relax, get myself back together, get myself some composure. Now that may well be the best route. Uh, A sabbatical may well be the best route when you've reached that point and maybe... That, that is a great thing to do and some great advice. But could it also simply be that you're just fed up where you are, either with your current employer, and there's obviously potentially a simple solution there, is to, is to maybe move employer and go to a, an organisation that is less oppressive, that is more culturally aligned to yourself. And certainly if you want to you know, speak to somebody get some advice around that without without any without any hard sell then by all means again do do reach out to me happy to act as a sounding board if that's something you need to explore before you definitely choose that right uh, no I do need to take a sabbatical and or it could be frankly that you find yourself in a job where you're not happy in terms of the the actual career you've chosen and again if that's something you've you kind of will come to realize i.e. taking a year out sabbatical, returning back to the same discipline and you're still as miserable, um, you know, maybe maybe the better option is to write, what should I do? Should I, is, is there some kind of sideways move I can take within the industry to give me a new challenge, something different that I will get more enjoyment out of? Should I, should I retrain? Should I, should I pursue um, another academic qualification that allows me to completely move into a different field, different discipline? Maybe even outside of construction and property. Not that I'm advocating that for one minute. <laughs> no, but in all seriousness, if um, if you find that you're just that miserable, you know, just I think you you certainly should ask the question: Am I looking to take a sabbatical because I really genuinely want to go travel and see things, or because I'm just bloody fed up at work and I need I need a break, I need I need an out. And if it's the latter then I do think maybe you need to think about, right, okay, is it either the organisation I'm in or is it just the job I'm in and I'm, I'm just not fulfilled within that job and maybe I need to make a move. Okay, so that was another fairly short and sweet podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. hope it's given you some food for thought and some, some structure for considering taking a sabbatical. As I said from the very top of the episode, life is not a dress rehearsal. You've only got one shot at this life. If you want to take a sabbatical, then take one. 
you've got a long time to work so you can always course correct I would take my advice around first getting all the correct badges and ideally either before stepping into management or once you're firmly firmly established in management before choosing to take a sabbatical again as I said even then if you just feel you need to take a sabbatical at a time in your career that maybe is does not tick either of those boxes but you're ready to do it then again you can course correct as I say do consider is working international league going to give you the opportunity to to give you that you know something equivalent of a sabbatical without without with, with, you know while somebody else funds that via a wage and as I say lastly are you choosing to take a sabbatical because you're just bloody fed up do do work that out before taking a sabbatical because what you don't want to do is take a sabbatical return and find that all of your issues and problems haven't gone away in fact they're worse because you're skint and you're having to maybe either go back to your your your, your prior employer or, or or take a job you don't really want okay i hope that's been a useful episode sorry it's slightly later in the week as i say obviously i have been away um for the for the for the week with the family so yeah back to hopefully getting them out every wednesday thursday going forward i hope you have a great week obviously leading up to the easter weekend okay take care of a good one bye